And we need to come up with like an intro noise or something because we keep saying like story time and we need to come up with something. <laughs> like, I, I want to be able to do the Xena cry. <laughs> Just do the Xena cry at the beginning of my story. We'll have to come up with a signature sound. <laughs> I'm just a birdie too. <laughs> and the uh, what is it? The, <laughs> the cook. <laughs> yeah. You need to come up with a noise. <laughs> it's all of that. It's now the intro to every story. <laughs> okay. So anyway, it's my story time. So I just kind of have a little short bit stories because we think this episode's gonna be a little long and weird. Or anxious, I don't know. Who knows? So, something funny about me is I had two older brothers growing up, as I may have mentioned. And I was a weird kid, just like Krista, but in a different way. (laughs) I was incredibly intelligent and very, like, problem-solve-oriented, but I did it for the dumbest shit. I would work really hard and be really focused and do all these things to do something stupid. Like, and it happened so often. And I don't, I can't tell you what influences in my life caused this. This is just how it happened. So one of Krista's favorites is, I think I was around eight or nine. And I guess like some sitcom or some show like started doing the bag popping thing where you get like those like paper lunch bags and you blow it up and you pop it to scare people. And I just thought that was the funniest friggin' thing as a seven or eight year old. And I just started doing it to everyone in my family. I'd like hide around corners behind the bathroom door and just like pop it. And it got to the point that my brothers just, like, phased it out. Like, it didn't even bother them. I'd literally, like, wait in the dark and all this stuff. And they just be like, hey, Julie. And I'm like, God, <laughs> I have to run off. So I had to get more elaborate. And I learned how to pick their door lock. And I kicked down their door. And I popped it back in their face. <laughs> and it obviously startled them. <laughs> and I was so proud. Like, yeah, the bag got you. And, like, left the room. <laughs> Like, I don't, I don't know why this is what I did. <laughs> I just, the thought process behind it, that you just, for whatever reason, just really wanted to get people with this pot, with this paper bag prank. Then you were like, oh, I'm gonna, gonna get them, I'm, and no matter what. And then you learned to lock pick. I don't know them why. with a paper bag. I do, I have so many of these instances in my childhood where I literally did all this work for something so stupid. Like, and I don't know why. Do you have another example of this? Because I, I just know about this one, I think. So I became, like, really obsessed with fireworks, as most adolescent punks do. And what was even funnier about all these, like, pranks and stupid shit that I pulled is my dad encouraged it. He loved that I was, like, nine years younger than my brothers and was just, like, fucking with them. And so, like... I got obsessed with fireworks, and my dad bought me a bunch of these pull-apart ones. Like, they're just these little snaps with two ropes that you pull apart. And I was trying to think of ways to, like, really mess with my siblings with them, right? And I kind of, like, established the popping the bag thing where I would just, like, sneak up behind them, and it worked for a minute. And then I started learning, like, the exact place of which when you pull the rope, it'll, like, pop. So I was sitting there obsessively, like, popping them to exactly, like, figure out what tension it would require. And my brother was, like, living in the garage at the time. We built, like, a room in the garage. And I tied it to, like, his door handle because I wanted it to pop. And then I ran out and threw a bunch of water on him. 
And I don't know why. <laughs> I was just like, I wanted him to be in shock. And then I would startle him even more by throwing water on him. So I did all this obsessive research and I got like his schedule just right. So that like I closed his door. I did all this shit and I put this like intricate like firework on there. And he pulled it and the door popped and he fell backwards. And then I just came out and dumped water on him. <laughs> Ran back inside. <laughs> Waiting. Was he mad at you? Yeah. <laughs> it was the one that was less fun. <laughs> he was just, he got so mad. And like, what's even funnier about all these stories is as you could tell, like, I tormented my siblings. And they would talk to my, they'd go to my mom and complain. They'd be like, she's, you don't know. Like, when you're around, she acts perfect. But like, whenever you leave, she's just a little demon. And my mom basically was like, doesn't sound like it affects me. So, <laughs> like, sounds like she just doesn't respect any of you. <laughs> I didn't, so it was fine. She's like, if she doesn't bother me, I don't give a shit. That's pretty much her mentality about it. So in all of these scenarios, which part were they more upset about? Well, okay, and the okay, and the the locked door scenario. Okay, I, they I doubt they cared about the paper bag. Right? <laughs> no, that's what upset them. About. But like, was he mad about the pop, or was he mad because you poured water? On <laughs> well, he was really mad that I broke into his room. Oh, okay. So that was, like, that was always the thing. Because, I mean, they were teenage boys. So, like, breaking into their room was the worst thing you could possibly do to them. So, of course, me, like, violating his privacy. And I was like, I don't give a shit about your Stone Cold Steve Austin poster. Like, <laughs> I did go in there. Like, when I learned to lockpick, I started breaking into his room to play his Dreamcast. But other than that, he was really mad about that. And I guess, like, he hurt his ankle when he fell back or something. And I was like, well, that's because you're fat. Like, I just said that. <laughs> I was like, that's not my fault. <laughs> and then but I got, you were worthless at nine. <laughs> I used to, when my brother went on a diet, I used to go with my mom and buy his favorite candy and sell him, like, they were milk duds, and I'd sell them to him for 10 cents, like, milk duds while he was dieting. And then I would use that money to buy their favorite ice cream and then sell the ice cream to him. story time ever <laughs> there's so many horrible things I did I remember like I remember the day I thought of that essentially my dad took me to the store and got me milk duds and I, I love candy but I can only eat a little bit of it even as a kid and my brother was making me mad and so I just threw like a milk dud at his forehead and then he picked it up and ate it and then it became a game where I was trying to like nail him like really hard like in the eye or the tooth or something and my mom got mad because she wanted a milk dud. And I was just like, no, I'm having fun. And she came back with a dollar bill and she went, give me 10. I was like, okay. And I gave her 10. And then my brother ran to his room and got all of his change and was buying milk duds off of me. And that's what started, like, my whole enterprise. <laughs> and I just kept expanding. I'd make deals. I'm like, I made cookies. And I was just like, if you buy three cookies, I'll give you a free piece of gum. And, like, all this shit. <laughs> for your passions, a podcast where we talk about all the things we love and then rant about the parts we hate. I'm Krista. And I'm Julie. And today we're going to talk about Marvel. He's my friend. So was I. What do we do, Cap? We fight. <laughs> Okay, so I said we're talking about Marvel. I probably should have specified Marvel Comics, but that is a huge subject, especially just between the two of us, that we've decided to kind of pepper in random episodes about Marvel and 
Today we're doing something very weird. We're doing super fights, specifically with Marvel characters. Yeah, kind of super fights. I will... A disclaimer. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> this isn't... So this is very highly based off of Super Fights for anybody who has ever played it. And for anybody who doesn't know what Super Fights is, Super Fights is essentially like Cards Against Humanity. It's just that instead of the thing being like random things and then one person picks who wins, it's like specifically like you're saying two characters are fighting and they're fighting like under certain circumstances. I think it'll make more sense as we play it and we'll kind of explain it probably more in the very first round, but that's, like, the gist of it. But also, the uh, little disclaimer part that I wanted to make is, like, this isn't exactly Super Fights. I kind of made it up, uh, sort of, based off of what I know about Super Fights. So just take that as you will. It's not exactly like Super Fights. <laughs> and we're also kind of figuring it out as we go, probably. We'll have some moments of, like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. It should be really random and really fun. We'll see how it goes. Maybe we'll do more of these episodes, like, to kind of intro, like, anime and these grand subjects. But we probably will have quite a few more Marvel or just comic book episodes, I'm sure. So to kind of go into a little bit about how we feel about Marvel as a whole, specifically for this episode, we're trying to stick more to the movies to be more relatable. And since they're so popular, people should at least recognize most of these names and most of these characters. We did dip into the shows just a little bit, the most recent ones just because there's more heroes than there's villains yeah we need we need to piecemeal some shit <laughs> i mean i'm not saying that that doesn't make sense but there's there's so many heroes they had such a hard time it's so easy to come up with heroes but then the villains it's like uh the alexander pierce <laughs> he's in there right <laughs> yeah he's much. a villain what would happen if i gave him a lo rocket launcher and launched him at thanos <laughs> like, i think that work <laughs> Yeah, so basically this whole episode is just us arguing over who would kick whose ass <laughs> based no. on special circumstances. Which, I mean, you know, if you think about it, that's like the nerdiest shit ever. That's like <laughs> what nerds have been doing since the dawn of time. Exactly. It's just like, okay, you have uh, Spock and Batman in a room who <laughs> Okay, no, Batman, we're not talking about, I've, I already, this is one of my rage moments. I will never play this fucking game with a Batman fan. And let me preface this for people who don't know me that well. I have a whole entire room themed Batman. Okay, I am a huge Batman fan, but fuck Batman fans. Okay, you can't you can't play this game with them. Every time you're like, well, who would win, Goku or Batman? I'm like, Goku. Duh. Like, that's the dumbest thing. No, no. Batman would prep for 20 years and figure out everything about Goku. No, you're... Teleporting well, these people into a room, they're fighting. <laughs> Batman almost always loses. <laughs> okay, but I think in the scenario of Spock versus Batman, yeah, Batman probably would kick Spock's ass. He's not like a fighter. <laughs> he's like a smart, I mean, I guess he's got the pinch. <laughs> it was just an example. Well, you did it on purpose, and you know Batman you was just the first one, because we were just talking. <laughs> we're already ruining this episode. <laughs> So early. Okay, we're doing Marvel because <laughs> Julie's got some DC gripes, and also, I don't think Julie understands that Batman is kind of a meh for me, but that's fine. Yeah, so part of the reason that we want to talk about Marvel, and we want to talk about Marvel like this, is because Julie and I have 
pretty much both watched all the movies. I think you have watched all the movies. There, I think there's a couple that I haven't, but also I've been told that they're really bad and I'm, I'm kind of weird when it comes to things. And if I am told that something is bad, I normally won't watch it. So there are like, I think three I haven't watched. I've watched all of them multiple times. At least okay. once a year, I go through, like, the whole sequence. Like, I think I haven't seen some of the Thors. I think I definitely two. haven't seen two. I, I'm trying to think if I've seen one. I might have only have seen parts of one. Yeah. So, and then, I don't know. I know there's another one I haven't seen. Probably no, Iron I think Man I, 2 and 3. No, I've seen all the Iron Mans. I know I have. At least I'm pretty sure I have. But I think there is, like, another random one that I just didn't watch. And then people were like, it sucks. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to watch it then. So, but I've seen all of them other than that. I do like them. I do like most of the characters. There are a few that I'm a little bit weird about, which we'll see if that comes up during this. Just because, so here's the thing about me, which I don't think that we've really talked about very much in this. I am a critic. Uh, this can be a very annoying thing about me, and I know that it is, but, like, I like things that are good. <laughs> that is a big thing overall, like, nerdiness and, uh, coolness and, like, that sort of thing never trumps it oh. being good. So, like, it has to be good first and foremost for me to like it. To me, it, <laughs> if it's cool, that's kind of, like, a negative I'm like, well, especially growing up, if anything was cool, I'm like, I'm going to do the opposite, which is why I never did drugs and I'm a nerd. <laughs> like, so that's how I, I grew up. But as an adult, I've kind of like tapered off that. Like if it's popular, there's probably a good reason. So I'm not as bad about it. But to me, like if something's bad, sometimes that's why I like it. Like, yeah. If you're talking about like okay. the Doom movie with The Rock, I fucking love that movie. It's so terrible. That is a different thing. But because I, love I have it. that too. We've talked before. And we should maybe have an episode about this because shitty movies. I do love beautiful. me a bad movie. A, like a movie that's so bad. That is a wonderful, beautiful thing. But that's, three. That's not really what I'm talking about. It's just more like I really care about stories. I really do care like when a movie is just good so like if a movie is you know more trying to be like oh look at batman isn't batman cool i'm like i guess but like the story is shit <laughs> it doesn't have bat nipples i'm not interested <laughs> yeah like, only bat only the bat nipples and matter. um <laughs> the schwarzenegger just saying random ice puns yes <sighs> I, those movies shaped who I am today. That's why I, I really it makes me so sad when people don't like those movies because I'm like, but they're wonderful. They're so amazing. They're terrible. But holy it's rusted great. metal, Batman! What the metal? It's all holy. Like that's the best line. And then they have skates that pop out. <laughs> we on. gotta have a bad movie. That's just the thing. But back on Marvel. <laughs> Is there any other thing that we want to mention as to why? we're doing the super fights thing in particular. So I guess it's just because of what's happening right What's, now. Yeah, this is we just, a prime <laughs> example. Like, we can't even, we can't focus. We, I mean, we could, we could date ourselves. We could talk about Winter Soldier and uh, Black Falcon. Or we could just, you know, get into this game. <laughs> Let's fucking do it. I have feelings about this TV show, but okay. maybe, you know, we should play this game. Yeah, we should probably, this is, Basically, what we just spent, like, 20 minutes doing <laughs> is explaining why we had to get the specific and weird about this episode, because if we don't, we'll go on tangents. <laughs> so, yeah. focusing back, 
let's go over the rules and how this is basically going to work. Okay. Let's do just, like, kind of the first gist part of this. So what we're going to do, like, I'm just going to kind of talk about, like, what our sheet looks like, right? Oh, okay. So what we have in front of us is we have a sheet of heroes, villains. We have a section that is what they are armed with. We're going to assume, unless otherwise stated, that they have their, like, normal attire, essentially. So, like, unless it says they don't have weapons or, like, something like that, their Iron Man would, like, for example, be in his iron suit. It's not just going to be Tony Stark, the dude. <laughs> the dude. The wonder. <laughs> so, and then we also have a section that is disadvantaged by. And Julie and I have filled this all out. So we are all aware of this, except for we do have a round of some secrets. Yes, we thought it'd be especially hilarious to come up with secret disadvantages. So for rounds three and four, our disadvantage is going to be a secret from the other one. Because we've had this list for a while, so we've kind of like read over it, thought about it, stupid little things. But if it's so random and so specific from the other person, there's no way we could have had some formulated response beforehand. And it'll be shocking and hilarious, hopefully. Okay, so that's just, like, the gist of what we have in front of us. So, Julie, do you want to go over the rules? Like, how we, how are we actually going to play this game? Okay. We're using a randomizer to determine there are roughly 40, just short of 40, of each of these. So we're going to use the randomizer to determine one of each of these. We're alternating hero and villain. Krista will be the hero on round one. I will be the hero on round two. And vice versa, the villain. We don't really want a pitch to be more than five minutes. We're not really timing it. But essentially, the hero makes their argument first of why they would kick the villain's ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I guess we should say that, too, is that the idea is you're in a room, you're fighting. Who wins? Yeah. You're teleported. You're told you have to fight the other one with whatever advantage and disadvantage you have. And then you go. So, yeah, the hero will start their argument with why they would win. The villain has a counter argument. And then they kind of go, then we'll go back and forth of, like, you know, what the fight would actually happen. So if they say something like, well, of course I'd punch you within the first second. They're like, oh, fuck you. I have super speed. You'd punch me. I'd punch you in a half second. Like, we have <laughs> stupid back and forth like that. And at the end, we kind of want you guys to determine who would win, but because we're still pretty early and no one's talking to us, I guess <laughs> we'll just kind of silently decide, like, who's going to win. If we really disagree, then it's Thunderdome time, and we have to pick another disadvantage. Oh my gosh, another, <laughs> some of these disadvantages are rough. <laughs> well, some of them are silly. <laughs> some of them so. are silly. Well, you'll see. You'll find uh, out. Dear audience, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but some of them are pretty rough. Just keep getting disadvantaged <laughs> until you agree. Until someone wins. Okay. I think those are all the big things. There's not really anything else. I'm kind of nervous, but I'm also kind of excited. I feel like I'm just, like, shaking. <laughs> Too much, too many emotions at once. I feel like what's going to happen is we're probably going to have two rounds, I don't know which, that will be actual, like, about the argument. It's not necessarily who's fighting. And then we'll just get one really dumb one that, like, <laughs> of course I'd kick your ass. Like, this isn't it's, even, there's no point. It's going to be Thanos and Alexander Pierce with a rocket launcher <laughs> yes. being launched at breakneck speed at Thanos. Yeah, see? See, there'd be no argument. We'd just sit there and stare at each other like, well... I mean, Honestly. Thanos will win, but, I mean, that's pretty great. <laughs> I mean, the imagery of it. <laughs> cool. So, we have our first set. So, I guess what we'll do first is we'll say what we got. So, for the first round, I got Rhodey, 
armed with just a bow and arrow and disadvantaged by he is distracted by the smell of food. (laughs) So I, in turn, got Loki with a blaster. Loved one is dead. (laughs) All right. Okay, so I guess I get to argue first. It's time to do, 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 do. Okay, so what I'm going to say about my man Rhodey is even without his super suit, and I guess I'm going to make the argument that this is before he loses his legs because I just, I have to, I have to make, (laughs) I have to make some kind of an argument there that he is a military man. So this man, he does know his way around a bow and arrow for sure. I'm going to make that argument. I'm going to say, Rhodey is a man who knows his way around a bow and arrow. So even if he is armed with a bow and arrow, and, you know, military man, food, doesn't even matter. You're eating shit food anyway. you eating those MREs in the desert. It's barely cooked. I fucking love MREs. Well, old MREs. <laughs> well, depends on the one. You get rotten cheese and yeah, half a weird cookie. Cheese. Not distracted by the smell of food. Military man... He knows where he's shooting. And you know what? Loki, my man is, scr- is scrawny. So, you know, I don't care if he's a god. He's not a beefy god like Thor is. He's only armed with tricks, and I don't think that Rhodey would take that. See, I think that Rhodey is not accustomed to magic, which is basically tricks of the trade for Loki. So I think it'd be very... And also, he could just create food. He can make it look like he's living in a smorgasbord, and as to your effect, the the military eating shitty food. So he's not only distracted by the smell of food, he's got, it's like fairy magic up in here, like smorgasbord of food that's totally irresistible. Like, Loki doesn't even have to fight, he just has to sit there, and then just blast him. (laughs) Because he has a blaster. argument hand-to-hand combat is not going to be loki's strength so he'll just create the illusion and then while Rhodey's totally distracted by food just pow <laughs> like just one and done out and over <laughs> yeah and since i mean well i mean just to say this to make this clear since we are saying just a bow and arrow it means he does not have a super suit i have to be fair to the rules that we have set up he's not wearing his super suit he only has a bow and arrow right I'm gonna assume that he's wearing clothes, though, because... Yeah, yeah, I would hope he's not naked. But the other thing, I mean, I guess I will say, just to, like, poke holes in your argument, is I don't know if anywhere they've established, like, Loki's powers being quite what you're saying. Like, it kind of... From what I'm remembering, he has kind of, like, elemental magic. Like, it's not... He has, like, some illusion, but, like, I wouldn't say it's, like, he could make a pizza... And be like, oh, this smells good. Like, it's more like he can change into things and, like, shoot you with fire. Yeah, what I'm thinking is if he can change into Captain America and make a joke, he could definitely, like, create a different illusion. And that's not necessarily that he can create smell. He, Rhodey's already distracted by, like, the smell of a food. So then if he just <laughs> creates, like, the, already that problem in place. So, wait, so he sees Captain America? <laughs> <laughs> what a snack. <laughs> Captain America is a fucking snack, okay? No, I'm saying, I'm referencing the movie saying, like, because he can do that, I assume that he can also just create, like, a feast, a small one. Well, you know, I'm just saying, I don't think that Rhodey would be distracted. I don't think he would be that distracted. I think he's a professional. All right, then as he's setting his bow, Loki would just blast him. <laughs> no illusions, just pop. <laughs> bow versus blaster. 
Which one's the future? Which one's the past? <laughs> I'll go with blaster. Okay. Do we have any other arguments for this one? Because this is an obvious. I mean, this is like a. <laughs> you know, I'm obvious. trying my best, but like. Rody, he really. Some of these are handicaps to some of these people, and I knew it when I put it in there. Because there was a few of them where I was like, oh, if it's this specific person, that's gonna <laughs> fuck him up. <laughs> I wasn't, like, necessarily thinking Rody would get just a bow and arrow, but I didn't really, going by the rules of our stuff, I suddenly realized, I was like, wait a minute, he wouldn't have his weapon Because <laughs> his weapon is his body. <laughs> so. Yep. Yeah. So this Rody. is an obvious crush it. <laughs> yeah, this, this one was kind of unfair because, you know, Rody... What, what is he gonna do against a god <laughs> and a blaster? <laughs> That's and the... yeah, Loki doesn't have any loved ones really. Like, and if he does, they're already dead. Oh yeah, I forgot about the loved one argument. I could you could have used that. I could have maybe used like a Thor. Yeah, he does kind of love Thor. Kind of. Kind of. He loved his mom mostly. Yeah, he had like a breakdown. I think that was our first round. I kind of, I didn't try that hard, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I mean, I just like my, like, and then I blast you. <laughs> what what well, are you going to fucking do? You don't got a suit. Rody's a person. If you had your suit, I think it would have been a real, like, Quandary. Fight. Yeah. We could have done some stuff, but. Okay. Just bow and arrow. First round done. Gotcha. All right, for round two, I'm. Going into Thor again, apparently, for some reason. I am the Valkyrie, which is pretty badass. I am armed with the portal gun. A great and one. A, g- a good one. And my disadvantages, I have an armful of groceries. Are a they, mighty like, disadvantage. Are they, are they precious, or can I just, like, chuck them in my portal gun? <laughs> portal gun call it a fucking day. <laughs> can I just, like, fuck this? I got more important things to do. I guess that's an argument for you to make. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll do that. <laughs> But, okay. Um, anyway, yours. Um, so mine is very interesting because, first of all, I am Jigsaw, which I guess, okay, maybe we should do a small explanation here. I guess we didn't do that in the first one, like explain our they people, really but obvious. they were, yeah. So Jigsaw, this is the villain from The Punisher. Yes, this is. The guy with the messed up face. Yeah, this is like uh, the Punisher's best friend from the past who then turns against him because he's a dickhole. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's about the summary of it, really. And Valkyrie was Tessa Thompson in Thor Ragnarok, and, well, I guess she was also in Infinity War. So she's, I guess, also essentially a god? Yeah, she has to be, because she's lived for a long time. So a god, and, you know, she's got, like, a Pegasus horse and knives and stuff. Badass. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, she's, she's pretty badass. But I'm Jigsaw, and I have... The Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> so this is going to be pretty hard on Julie to gonna figure this out. Although uh, I am disadvantaged by the fact that my foot is wounded. But I don't know if it matters because I have the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> How we got that on round two? Don't I think know. it's because your round one sucked so hard. <laughs> this is like the comeback. <laughs> but I did try very hard. Yes. I, have, I tried so hard. I have a stratagem. Okay. All right. Jigsaw, he doesn't know what the fuck the gauntlet is. He's not from this realm. He doesn't know. So, at least, I'm going to say he got zapped and he probably has no idea what the fuck's going on during the the blip. So that's my first thing, is he's going to get the gauntlet and then 
be trying to figure it out in that second because the Valkyrie's a god and has a fucking Pegasus and the portal gun. Essentially, what she'll do is she'll see the wounded leg that your stupid stomp foot. She'll put a portal hole on the other leg that you're supporting most of your weight on. He will slip and fall. She will fly. She will grab the fucking gauntlet and then go. <laughs> and then you are SOL. You are stuck half in a portal. Your crotch got hit on the floor from knocking yourself out with the leg. She can use the portal. Or <laughs> she can then use the gauntlet against you. And rule all things <laughs> on her Pegasus. <laughs> all right. I mean, all of these arguments aside, uh, I mean, first of all, Jigsaw still does have the por- have the the gauntlet, and I mean, if nothing else, it does have like the power stone and stuff. So, okay, here's one question I don't really remember the answer to: Does Valkyrie fight Thanos in? Infinity War. She does in Endgame. In Endgame. Does she? She takes, like, the gauntlet. They have that Power Girls moment where all the mm-hmm. women show up and they all take the gauntlet and stuff. And she's fucking wrecking it. She fights the Thresher Malls or whatever they are. She kills, like, a bunch of them and takes the gauntlet. So she already knows what the gauntlet, like, is and how it works. Okay. And would try to take it away from them. <clears throat> She'd know immediately. And because, also... Because I guess, like, my question about it is, is, like, did she fight Thanos when Thanos had the gauntlet? Because I don't really know if that's, like, a thing that was established in the movies very well. Is, like... So, like, he has the gauntlet. The gauntlet's on him. It's got, like, the power stone. So he's strong. Is Thanos strong because Thanos is Thanos, or is it because he's got the power stone? It's both. Because, like, one, you have to be powerful to even wield the gauntlet. Like, they talked about that with Hulk. So, like, I think the gauntlet would probably kill Jigsaw, (laughs) if I'm being honest. (laughs) Because it kills Iron Man with one snap. But he doesn't, but that's the thing, though, is he doesn't necessarily have to do the snap. No. Because the snap was just to get rid of everybody in the universe. Yeah, but... Or half the people in the universe. Look at the radiation that Hulk had to deal with just when he put it on. Before (laughs) he even did anything. I feel like... But Jigsaw! Jigsaw would put it on and be like... (laughs) (laughs) Disintegrate in front of the Valkyrie while she's got the portal gun. (laughs) But, I mean, he's already so fucked up. I don't really know, honestly, if he cares. He might get it, like... Five second, like, one go-to, kind of like Iron Man when he did it. Like, you get one. <laughs> one fucking move. Yeah, you get one. I mean, this, see, this one is, like, a little bit hard. And, like, I I kind of, like, have things that, like, I feel like I could fight certain ways. I can't, Fuck the thing with the groceries. Whatever. <laughs> what, what kind of a thing? Oh, yeah, like, he's gonna appeal to Valkyrie's humanity. Just, oh, take my milk. Don't. <laughs> Don't just throw those groceries. There are people starving in Africa, Valkyrie. How could yeah. you do this? You're a god. Yep. All my disadvantages have been really, like, not good for you to fight against. <laughs> well, I'm, maybe I could have done something about love. But, but okay. We'll say one, one quick thing. He's there. He has the gauntlet. Would he have the foresight to want to do something? Because if he did, I think that Valkyrie is doomed. I think that that's just... There's nothing that she could do. I mean, although I will say it is kind of weird in Infinity War because they just kind of don't really say, oh, wait, no, she does live because she's in Endgame at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. I don't, how she got there, nobody knows, but okay, she's there. <laughs> was Jigsaw, was Jigsaw alive? Would he know? Would he be who Thanos was? <laughs> Yeah, that, we'd have to argue, did he get blipped, or is he, like, on the planet, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> because if he was there, and maybe he knew about it, 
I don't know. There's a lot of very, like, wiggly things in here. I think at best we'd both die. Because I think if he had an idea to kill the Valkyrie, and then he would die after using the gauntlet. Yeah. (laughs) So it's kind of like, he either has to make the decision of, like, being split between two portals by the Valkyrie while she flies off of the gauntlet, or killing them both, which Jigsaw would totally kill them both. (laughs) Yeah. And it's... It, that was the kind of thing I was getting to, too. It's like, is this kind of weird in the movies? Because they make it seem like just everybody knows about Thanos. But I have to assume that there probably are people who don't really know the full deal about it. Like, maybe they know that he was around because, yeah, okay, half of humanity is gone. But, like, you know, would the government necessarily be like, hey, there was this big guy, he had a glove, and, like, you know, explain. Well, what's even funnier is, like, at the beginning of Infinity War... When, like, the Hulk goes to Earth, no one knows who the fuck Thanos is. Yeah. Like, he goes, like, Thanos is coming. And everybody's like, who? And Iron Man even says, what's his name again? Thanos. He's a world crusher, Tony. Like, he says this whole thing. So nobody knows who he is until he just fucks everything up. (laughs) Until everybody does. Yeah, then everybody just knows. Yeah, this is, to get on, like, a very small tangent, this is sometimes something that is kind of weird about Marvel because this was a problem I was having in uh, Winter Soldier and Black Falcon because like one of the things that I kept like the whole time I was watching it I was like I was like Captain America's not dead like okay like I I understand the the situation but like can't somebody just like go talk to him he's not dead (laughs) like they didn't establish I like I know he's living his life or like whatever but like they just, like, they would keep talking about him like something had happened to him. Like, I mean, I know what happens at the end of the movie. Like, I know he's not, like, young. But also, it's like, you could just still go talk to him. He's still somewhere. Well, I thought they did, like, a funeral bit. No, that was for, that was for Tony. That was what that Well, yeah, at that movie, I thought in the show they did, like, a bit to be, like, because it's, it's implied that basically, like, he just died, like, right after he gave off the shield. Maybe I missed that, but I don't remember that. But I I thought that that was just kind of more like like a service, essentially. Like, because that was the, oh, yeah, you know, maybe I do know what you're talking about. I think, like, the way that I took that was, like, more saving face, you know, type of thing. Like, to be like, Captain America, he's not here anymore because he's old. <laughs> and I took it as, like, basically Cap lived to that point, to give away the shield, and then just burp. <laughs> he just died. And then just, he gave the shield to use out. Because, like, his, Peggy doesn't live much longer than that point. Like, she's, she died, like, a year or so. Like, well, I guess it'd be five years because of the blip and everything. She died, like, five years before that, and that was the whole point of him going back. So then he would live just to be that asshole in that moment, like, <laughs> not gonna say anything. And then give the shield. <laughs> So to me, he, like, dies right after. <laughs> In my mind. Okay. All right, but this is a very long tangent anyway. I think I think we kind of ended up deciding that it's probably a draw at best. I mean, maybe there's some argument to be said there that Valkyrie could do it if she just if they, it all tried on really hard. How much, the, how much Jigsaw knows about the gauntlet. If he knows absolutely nothing, Valkyrie would win. If he has a pretty good idea what it is, then he'd kill them both. <laughs> yeah. So, at best, it's probably a draw. Slash, I lose. <laughs> Say a half point to me. <laughs> so. 
All right, so on our first round, our first, we're very excited about giving each other these stupid disadvantages round. So for this, I am Scarlet Witch, and for some reason, I am armed with one good kick. I'm not really sure what that means with Scarlet Witch, because she has magic, but okay. <laughs> one good kick. I dig it. Am I telling you your disadvantage now? Yeah, you need to tell me okay, what it yeah. is. <laughs> you break a bone every time you don't fight to the beat of canned heat. <laughs> the song by Jeremy McQuire. <laughs> of canned heat? Yeah. What is canned heat? Do you, you, have you seen, um... So it's basically like Crypt of the Necrodancer. Napoleon Dynamite. Do you remember that movie? I do remember that movie. Do you remember his dance thing that he did on stage? Oh, That's canned heat. That song. Oh, okay. I'll play a little bit. Julie, who are you? I am the vulture. (laughs) I mean, I feel like the vulture (laughs) against Scarlet Witch is like a kid with a gun and a bird. (laughs) (laughs) Random. I am armed with Xena's chakrams, which is fucking nice. That's my disadvantage. And Julie's disadvantage is Bowser is here and wants to fight you. (laughs) (laughs) solid so basically you have something else going keep jumping over him and shit (laughs) i'm gonna get fireballs from him (laughs) while you're trying to blast me out of here michael keaton give me strength (laughs) that's batman that's a that's your disadvantage while i'm just dancing yeah you're just dancing dancing with my magic and my one good kick which i don't I don't know how I'm going to take that, because Scarlet Witch has magic. Yeah, but, like, her disadvantage is hand-to-hand combat. So now you have one good fucking kick. <laughs> you get close to me and it's just, just big. Big. <laughs> Knock me into fucking Bowser. <laughs> okay. Okay, fair. Alright, so, we're going to start with me. Okay, so I feel like I actually have a good one this time, especially because you are disadvantaged by Bowser, so have fun that. with that. I think, first of all, I think uh, having seen WandaVision, I think that Scarlet Witch is smart enough to figure out how to dance, and I think she knows how to do it, and I think that this disadvantage would not really be a disadvantage to her. She would just do it. She can be dancing, shooting magic. You get close, one good kick. (laughs) That's all it takes is one good kick. So I think... I think Scarlet Witch is pretty hard to beat. Like, some of her magic, like, first of all, she almost won against Thanos just with that. So, you know, you give her one good kick. (laughs) I'm still not entirely sure how I'm taking this. Because when I think about it, I think about One Punch Man. (laughs) But it's not like that. You know, Vulture still, I mean, okay. And the other thing is, too, Vulture is an old man. (laughs) So, you know, taking that however you will, he, what, I guess we're going with the movie version, so he's Michael Keaton. So, I mean, I guess he's not, not that old, but, like, in the comics, he, he does tend to be pretty old. <laughs> he's, like, an old, kind of nerdy, <laughs> scrawny man. All of, like, Spider-Man's villains are just creatures. <laughs> it's, like, Rhino. Random. Doc Ock. Vulture. And then the other thing is... As I think that Scarlet Witch would also be smart enough to figure out the Bowser situation. That, you know, since Bowser is there, and Bowser is not fighting her, that she would know to stay away from Bowser and just 
let Vulture deal with that. I'm not sure how Vulture would deal with that because, you know, the jumping and the bopping on the head. He's a flyboy. I don't know if you know this. How does Vulture do the jump? Probably not very well. Just fly. <laughs> like, what? what do you even mean? He just You just have to be above Bowser's head. I would just do that. And then drop? And then drop. Hmm. Okay. Maybe that's fair. I do that. Or, well, or, you know, there are the other options where it's like you have to grab his tail. Could, yeah, I just thought of something. Could Vulture grab his tail? Uh, he's got the wings. So, the yeah. Wings are not all powerful. They push back. They allow him to do a lot. That's the, that's his whole thing. <laughs> or the, the powerful wings, man. So what he would do is he would bop Bowser when he goes into spinning mode. Fucking nuke that motherfucker at Scarlet Witch, who notoriously has to stand still while she's figuring out how to push something off of her. She's very, like, mage soft type, and that's actually the issue in Infinity War where she's, like, holding something and throws it into a building, thus making her go off beat to the song of canned heat. <laughs> and then she would break a bone, and I would just keep doing that shit since Bowser's gonna be around for another three goddamn rounds. <laughs> just keep throwing shit while I'm avoiding all of her attacks and such. The only thing that I would... Her reality matrix would be probably the worst thing for Vulture. He'd be like, what the fuck? Anytime something changed around. But also, she kind of did that by accident in the show. So I don't know how much control she really has over reality at this point. Well, the, I mean, the other, you could make a lot of arguments here. Because, for one thing, if we're going with all of this, she could just stun Vulture. Like, literally just hold him. And Bowser would get him. And that's it. Like, she does that. That's a thing that she does. And even if... Okay, we'll say three rounds. I think even if you broke three of her bones, random whatever, she still <laughs> is a magic user. Yeah, imagine somebody users. who just essentially flies. Magic users are weak, though. Vulture can take a beating. <laughs> yeah, and then when he gets near her, one kick. <laughs> one kick. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to beat me like that. Especially when she starts breaking bones, he'll just keep throwing Bowser. Maybe she uses a kick on Bowser, and then that's gone. You've got nothing in combat. He'll come in and whop you the wing. But, I mean, like, is he eventually <laughs> going to get Bowser? Because you got magic coming in from Scarlet Witch. She could hold him, whatever. You also got Bowser, who's going to be doing fireballs and, like, trying to jump at him. He's not just, like, going to sit there. Well, no, but he, like, essentially he's taking Bowser and using it against her. Like, forcing him to be in her way, in between them. Because Bowser don't give a shit what's in between him. He'll kill all of his little minions. So, if he puts himself between... If he puts Scarlet Witch in between him and Bowser, Bowser's gonna be attacking Scarlet Witch because Vulture's fast. Vulture's a lot faster than Scarlet you Witch. You are still not gonna convince me that this scrawny little old man. You're, you're scrawny little witch bitch. Like, can <laughs> up a fucking goddamn fire breathing dragon monster. If Mario can throw Bowser, why can't Vulture with wings? Mario's a lot smaller. Mario is a beefy plumber. And He's he... a teeny tiny Italian man. Okay? <laughs> like, Vulture has fucking machine wings. Is he picking him up with the wings? He's using them to propel backwards while he swings it. So essentially he's using the momentum. Okay. But he is still using That's... his scrawny old man arm. Not scrawny, it's Michael <laughs> Keaton. He was Batman. <laughs> no, we can't talk about Batman. You already no. got you he... gave up your Batman card. And let's like, if Mario can do it, I'm assuming pretty much anyone can do it. Anybody? <laughs> I don't think it. Peach could do it. I think Peach fucking could. She's a queen. <laughs> Let's fucking go. 
<laughs> totally different argument. Yeah. And maybe just Bowser's underbelly is covered in Vaseline, making him really slippery. <laughs> Make it- no, you don't have groceries this round. <laughs> the portal gonna came out. You have, I don't even know, what are you armed with? Chakrams from Xena. So oh, you throw the chakrams. Okay. God. You're doing a lot of weird things. <laughs> Shockrooms, flying, Bowser. Also, Bowser is your disadvantage, not my disadvantage. No, that doesn't mean I can't take it music. <laughs> I'm using my disadvantage to my advantage. He is trying to attack you. Yeah, and he's, he's not a trying to big dumb me. dinosaur who can't figure the difference. He'll just kill whatever's in between me and him. Maybe he thinks I am Pe- Princess Peach. I don't know. Then he'd rape you to death. <laughs> I don't think that's what happens in Mario. We're making a lot of assumptions about Mario today. Okay. This is the name of the game. You gotta get creative. We gotta close ranks here. We have gone so many different ways about this. Okay. Final things. I just, I don't know. I just, I I think think that Scarlet Witch has a lot. And I mean, I think. I think the Vulture would have to get lucky to win. I think that's the only way you can win. As if he got lucky. Because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of variables, but I don't think it's so much... Because, like I said, Scarlet Witch is a mage that's clothy that's like... You get one hit on her, she's kind of fucked. And I think with the broken bones, she's not used to that shit. <laughs> just, she's got one good kick. I forgot about my advantage with the trucker because, I mean, it'd just be a distraction real quick. Yeah. Take your fucking kick. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I suppose if he could get close, it's just, I don't know. I think it's hard for me because when I think about Vulture, I think about Comics Vulture. And I really don't think Comics Vulture is that impressive. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe you could talk about the Michael Keaton one, and he is a bit better. I would say that. But, like, if you're thinking about Comics Vulture, he's he's just kind of silly, honestly. These are the movies, so we're thinking Michael Keaton. And it is a little bit better. Because by the comic standard, you can even argue Scarlet Witch is a villain half the fucking time. So it's confusing. Mm -hmm. He will switch sides. He will get her to come to his cause. (laughs) What is the vulture's cause? What does he want? Freedom for the working man? I don't know. It's something (laughs) weird. (laughs) They're all insane in Spider-Man. Spider-Man villains are like... They're like the Batman villains, honestly. It's just like... What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Why are you just dressing up like a clown and beating people up? It's not Why are you considered a villain? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Well, in our comics, let us know who made the more valid argument. And remember that Julie forgot about her chakrams. <laughs> <laughs> well, then by that argument, you forgot, like, my disadvantage in the first round. Love? <laughs> yeah, the loved one did. <laughs> well, I mean, I kind of gave that one up. Because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <Lopey>. Brody... <laughs> Brody without his power suit. Well, he's just a guy. He's just a dude with a bow. I mean, to be fair, yeah, he's like in the military. I guess he knows about. Gun- he's still just a guy. It's like a god who's <laughs> lived for like thousands of years. Well, I'd say like eighty percent of the time, Scarlet Witch would win. But my vulture's got twenty percent of that. One good shocker. <laughs> the right shocker, right time, then throwing a Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Alright, let's move to our last one then. This one's gonna be a good one. I know it is. This one's dumb as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's gonna be good for my reason. (laughs) My She's looking at me very intensely right now. (laughs) Because I don't know how this is gonna go. (laughs) I'm 
nervous. <laughs> All right. So let's start off with my shitty hero. <laughs> I'm Iron Fist. Beautiful. Look at that. I'm armed with a kick-ass plan. You better be. I mean, isn't that just an argument that I'm going to do? <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> you've, you've got a good plan. All right. Although I don't know how your plan is going to be with this disadvantage. And in fact, speaking of this disadvantage... Let's go into me first, and I will say my disadvantage last, because my disadvantage changes everything. <laughs> for me, for the villain, I am Sandman. We did another Spider-Man. I know. Two Thor, two Spider-Man. Yeah, we're not very Even random here. here. Anyway, Sandman, I'm armed with Excalibur. Good for me. <laughs> I don't, Woo! I don't, I'm made of sand, whatever. I got Excalibur, <laughs> that's cool. Alright, so what is my disadvantage? I'm very nervous. I'm very nervous for two reasons right now. <laughs> Every five minutes, you go blind in your left eye. The only thing you can see is a scene from Harry Potter where Dumbledore comes crashing down saying, Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> totally blind, and that scene plays in your left eye. In this eye. eye? In your left eye, while you're blind. So as long as it takes to go through that scene, and then Harry says, No, sir. Then you come back to vision. <laughs> Just that one. Just, just that one eye. Okay. So it fucks up your death perception and everything. That is, okay. All right. So for our final disadvantage, which is kind of a dual disadvantage, the disadvantage is it is now a musical. Both combatants must sing to win. <laughs> that. How does that even play into mine? <laughs> the scene that's like playing in your eyeball it is a it is a musical battle now there's a musical component to this battle okay and that's that's it so here's the thing is who can sing better is it iron fist so instead of a fight we're just singing <laughs> well i mean i suppose okay so think of it like a musical battle so like you know they're on stage firework psh, 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 Singing, all this stuff. Who wins? With with all these advantages, all these disadvantages, who would be the winner? Okay. It's a little bit weird, but I thought it would be interesting. Alright. So, you get to go first. You're the hero. It's Iron Fist. Let's see. I honestly, this is probably the guy I know the least amount about, because I don't... Should we explain Iron give Fist? Give a shit. He's useless. What? Um, no. He's <laughs> from the Defenders. He... Is a rich guy. He's got one good punch. He's one punch man. <laughs> Except for not. Not at all. It's basically just like his fist becomes his fist becomes real hard. Yeah, he has the ability of like his chi is channeled. So he channels his chi more or less. He learned like this yeah. ancient ability so he can like make his punches a lot harder. He can harden his skin. It's kind of just this he's just yeah. a super martial artist. Yeah. And in the TV show. He is very good at martial arts. So right. you do have that. But he makes his fist hard. Phrasing. So N entirely. <laughs> Phrasing. Some hard fisting. Yeah. Right. That's that's Iron Fist. <laughs> Iron Fist. And he has a kick ass plan. To sing to win. To sing to so I I feel like that means he could have written out some songs already. Maybe. So, uh, he works, like, in a team. So, he'd have backup singers and shit. <laughs> he'd be on it. I mean... He yeah, but I don't, have... I don't know if you can take that argument, though. Because well, I don't I know don't what kick-ass plan means. Um, well, you're in a room. 
You're in a room versus you're on a Sandman. Stage. You're on a stage now. Okay, you're on a stage. Sandman. You have to get cat's plants <laughs> to get to sing, kill Sandman to death. Yes. You have the plan. So that's just my argument then. I already have a plan. <laughs> you just don't know what, you can't tell me what the plan is. I just can't tell you what it is. <laughs> I already win. It's fine. It's great. Okay. I I think my disadvantage is all the worse for you because now every five minutes when you're trying to sing, you just have, did you put your name in the goblet of fire like playing your left apple? Yeah, but I think just after a while, I just start singing it. Singing it to the beat. You think that would get you points, though? I think that'd be a disadvantage if it's just way off topic in a musical. <laughs> like, what the fuck is he going on about? <laughs> why does he just keep saying? Why does he just keep going on about the Goblet of Fire? I mean, I will say, I do think that regardless of almost anything, it is probably pretty hard for Iron Fist to kill Sandman. Uh, if we're going through that thing. I don't know. Maybe if Iron Fist beats Sandman with the power of musical love. Like... All he has to do is get to Sandman. Once you get to Sandman, he's fucked. He can't do anything. But he's still sand. He's not. He's a human like that encases himself in sand and everything. Like, he's a criminal oh. that they, like... It's kind of... I forget the fucking name. It's a DC one. That's why I can't think of it. It's like the sludge, this big, like, abomination-type character where, mm. like, he's this big slime... But once they get to the core, like, and they put him to, they wake him up. Or no, they put him to sleep. And then he's no longer that creature. I don't think that's how he is in the movies. So, I don't I think know he if channels he's is like always like sand. that. No, I think in the movies, I think he, he just is part sand. Essentially. I don't know. Because I think in order for Spider-Man to kill him, he basically has to, like, disperse him in the ocean. I honestly don't remember. So, it's possible... That there are different versions of Sandman. So he comes out of the sand and he's human. Well, he is, but I still think he is, like, sand. Because I think there are parts where he's, like, hitting them. And I feel like he just turns to sand. Like, I don't feel like he's, like... Well, it's kind of like he's all encased. Okay. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is something we'll have to investigate further. (laughs) But... I feel like in this version that he is mostly made of sand. That because I think there was like a whole bit where it's like he's genetically modified. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. Spider-Man villains are weird. <laughs> they're hard to talk about. Yeah, they're just honestly, Spider-Man villains are kind of stupid. Can we talk about that? <laughs> Can we just tangent okay. about stupid villains and Spider-Man? Spider-Man villains. One of his villains. I want everybody to know this. One of his villains is a man in a wheel. His name is Big Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of Spider-Man's villains. Yeah, he kind of has some of the worst villains. But Spider-Man is the best. Yeah, Spider-Man, so, they compensate with Spider-Man being awesome. He's, you know, the musical version of this. He's like, why do my villains suck? And I'm all thing? emo. That's only one. <laughs> no, he's still, Spider-Man is like the most emo. Because he's a teenager. He's like, he struggles with everything. Like that, sometimes I struggle with Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man. But sometimes I struggle with Spider-Man because of that whole emo thing. Like, it's basically like, Spider-Man has like, if he was a sim, he'd be like cursed. Because basically anything that will go wrong does go wrong for Spider-Man. Always. That is the rule with Poor Spider-Man. <laughs> He loses his love, he loses his scholarship, he loses his job, <laughs> he loses his apartment, he loses Aunt May. <laughs> well, there's some seriously fucked up timelines in Spider-Man 2, which is, in Spider-Man also, 
So it's just kind of like weird that you go back and forth between his villain is literally some dude dressed like a vulture in green that you're like, what the fuck is that? To extreme dark shit. Like, I think one of the timelines that always fucked me up because I was going to cosplay as uh, Spider-Gwen. And I was looking up, like, some of her origins. Some of those are really, really fucked up. Some of them are obvious where it's essentially, like, she gets bit by the spider instead and she becomes the Spider-Man and uh, Peter becomes, like, her sidekick. But then there's this one where, like, I think it's one where Peter dies. I don't quote me exactly. But essentially she ends up, like, with Oz. Like, not Harry, like, with the dad, with uh, Green Goblin. And they, she gets pregnant and has two kids. And, like, apparently he raped her. Like, it was, like, a product of rape because she was with him for work. And, like, all this dramatic shit happens and he kills her. And, like, her kids end up doing something. Like, it's some really fucked up timeline that I yeah. read about. I was like, why is she with Oz? What the oh, fuck? Man. We gotta put in that... That sound bit that's from Into the Spider-Verse where he's... Sometimes I let matches burn down to my fingertips just to feel something, anything. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so he sounded... That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Back like, to this musical thing, Sandman, Iron Fist. Iron Fist. This is... I kind of wish it was almost any other character having a musical battle. Right. Because I don't know. I mean, probably... I mean, so, like, if you're going off of musical terms, and it's Sandman... Okay, I have Excalibur. Oh, you know, I have Excalibur, so that does that make me the one true king? So if I'm the one true king, I could make that argument in a song, and that's a pretty good song argument. Or is Excalibur just, like, in a stone on the stage, and whoever wins the musical battle gets to take the sword? I think... Excalibur is in Marvel Comics, and it's, like, a thing. Mm. But, if I make the argument, I'm the one true king, blah, 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 blah. Did you put your name <laughs> in the goblet of fire? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that maybe that wins me points, and that's pretty good. I mean, the other argument that you could make to play devil's advocate, because I just really, I don't know how to make this one work. <laughs> you know, technically you're the hero, and probably in musicals, Probably the hero normally wins. You can make that argument. I mean, I feel like Iron Fist would do something really dumb because that's what he normally does and does a rap battle. <laughs> and everybody's like, boo! <laughs> Get him off the stage! We want more Sandman! <laughs> Sandman! You could even do the song, like, <laughs> Mr. Sandman! <laughs> that could be your intro, man. Um, You've got so much to work with. They were talking about Enter the Sandman on the radio today, so that's They're why not, I was thinking see, about that. I think Sandman, like, just musically has a lot more going for him. <laughs> While Iron Fist, I guess, he could go with rap. He can go with, like, Chinese martial arts type yeah. shit. You know, I will say, because I think we're kind of done with this one, just feeling the room. <laughs> there were some good moments in this one, but, you know, I will say, we got... This was kind of a weird <laughs> round. I don't think we got some of the most exciting characters. Yeah. We went on a bunch of random rants. Instead <laughs> of fighting, we're like, let's talk about something different. <laughs> One hour later. Okay, so we decided, because we kind of, we don't know what happened with our randomizer, but we somehow just got Thor and Spider-Man shit, and we're kind of tired. <laughs> like, none of our cool shit really came up. So we decided to pick, each of us picked a favorite hero combination. 
and a favorite villain combination that we're just going to talk about because it's hilarious and funny, and I really like mine that I just came up with. So I'll let Chris do one first. So you want to do okay. your hero first, and then I do my villain comp? No, I want to do my fight. I want to do mine as a fight. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I'll, we'll just aim, them. Yeah, aim your fight. Do your fight. Okay. My fight will be the funniest fucking thing that I've ever thought of. So, of course, I picked Captain America because he's my boy, right? He is a snack. He is my boy. That As we ass. said at the beginning, he is That's a America's snack. America's ass. America's snack. snack. <laughs> America's snack. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I gave him Molnir because I watch that scene once a month. It's literally, I have a statue. Yeah. It's literally the greatest moment in, like, cinematic history. And his disadvantage is he can't find a super suit, which means he's, like, quasi-naked. <laughs> so, that's my dude. <laughs> he's just naked. Quasi. Not fully. He'd have tidy whities on. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and shield. No. Actually, okay. So, his his comp- opponent would be Odin with Cap's shield, which is essentially reversing the weaponry, and his mom is coaching the fight. <laughs> Wait, so Odin's mom? Yes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Whoever that is. <laughs> okay. So I love this fight because one, Odin is fucking ruthless. Like he oh. he would be aiming to kill Cap. While Cap's literally just gonna be like, my fucking shield. <laughs> he's gonna be trying to get his shield and sympathizing with Odin like the whole time. But like he's wielding Mjolnir, which means he has the same abilities as Thor. So he would actually be able to fight Odin. And well in the comics it makes him Thor, right? That's Whoever the way that it works. His hammer has the power of Thor. Yeah, because in the comics, it, it's like, you that's how you are Thor. Yeah, so he's basically, like, fighting Odin as, like, his son, while his grandmother is bitching about how the fight is going. But he's also kind of naked, so it's like, <laughs> quasi-naked. So, like, this would be the best fight to watch in the world. <laughs> it would be very confusing, like, just two people. Yeah. And like, then, Odin would be going for the killing shot every time. And, and Cap like, would just be like, him, Sonny. <laughs> Just one good punch. <laughs> Why is she that old? Like, all of these, they're like half immortal. <laughs> I don't know, because I don't know who his mom is. Probably like a figment of reality, because he's basically a god. Yeah. Or a titan, or something. Whatever that thing is. And the titans, I mean, that is a whole nother episode that we could talk about sometime as Odin, because, yeah, they Odin are. is very, he's very fucked up. If, yeah. you, if y'all don't know about Odin, look up Odin. Very fucked very up. Very fucked up. Hella okay. only dips a toe into the water. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I don't know if I have a lot of good combinations, but I had some ones on here that I did really like. Oh, no, I think I accidentally picked yours. Um, fine. That's fine. I'll pick another one. Me? Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, because I picked the mom is coaching your fight thing, which that, that one was pretty good. Um, oh, here, we'll do this. Okay, so one thing that I liked is I, I do always like Mantis. And one of the ones that I included on here for armed with is a Tanuki suit power-up. Just imagine Mantis floating around (laughs) with her little power to stun people. Also, some of the disadvantages disadvantaged by, uh, so like a sense of impending doom, which is always just something that I like, because I don't know if people really know about this, but this is like an actual medical condition, but it always just makes me laugh, like just the thought of it, that you're just sitting there and you're just like, oh no, it's my time. <laughs> the doom. I feel it coming. And then I also like, I did put Killgrave on here, mad that he didn't come up, because that is my favorite villain ever 
it definitely helps that it's David Tennant. David but, like, Tennant did it. Without that, Jessica Jones would have been shit. Like, I, beautiful. I guy. loved Kilgrave. That was so good. I also love that I put on here the power of science, which, <laughs> I mean, Purple Man, he kind of already uses. And so I guess another one that would be really good for him to be disadvantaged by if this is like a made-up fight with Mantis is terrified of insects. That would be good. <laughs> because she kind of looks like a bug. Yeah, she does kind of look like a bug. It's kind of weird. She's like a bug person. Yeah. But. So you couldn't like look at her while he was yelling at her? I did too. I wanted to say some of my random disadvantages that I had planned if we were going to get to it. So one of them was going to be that you are transformed into your DC equivalent character, <laughs> which I thought would just be very random. I'm not sure it would change anything, but it would be confusing for a moment. Uh, one of the other ones would be you are in possession of a fully functioning Yu-Gi-Oh card deck and understand all the rules. <laughs> Which I just like that you have that this is your disadvantage. Let's <laughs> play a child's card game. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't understand. And then one of the other ones, this was like one of the last ones that I added, is that you are now a Lego. This is a Lego movie tie-in game. <laughs> Why is, you changed the scenery. Like, we both picked very, I did like momentary things, like things you have to adjust for. I'm like, every five minutes this happens. And you're like, the whole room changes. <laughs> so I find it funny we both like picked a niche without talking to each other about it. Well, not really the Yu-Gi-Oh deck thing. No, you just good. have one. I mean, my, like, terrified of insects, that was pretty random. Yeah. I also just, like, allergies are acting up, because I can just imagine, like, Iron Man be like, wait, wait, <laughs> like, while he sneezes, like, yeah. in the screen, like, fuck, it's everywhere. <laughs> like, I have to clean my goddamn shield screen. <laughs> he probably has an app for that. I know, he's probably already figured out that problem. <laughs> Icing problem? Sneezing problem? Done. All the problems. Yeah. But, so, yeah. I thought this was pretty fun. Yeah, I think we did a good job of being nerdy and talking about things, but then also not talking about everything. Although, we pushed it. Yeah, we went <laughs> on some tangents. We also had a few musical tangents, <laughs> which was... Gonna happen. Which was random, but yeah, I think that's it. Are there, are there any things that we want to do for closing here? I mean... I guess one of the things would be that, you know, in the future, maybe we could talk about this more. Like, maybe as things come up, maybe, you know, if we really wanted to talk about Captain Falcon, or, God. <sighs> You've said this wrong, like, every time. Winter Soldier and Black Falcon. I don't even think that's right, isn't no, it? It's Black, Falcon. It's Black Falcon and Winter Soldier. I thought it was just Falcon. Uh, okay, I'm just confusing everybody, but whatever. If we wanted to talk about that, if we wanted to talk about WandaVision... As that was coming up or something, we could. Yeah. But just to it's start. just the Falcon and okay. Winter Soldier. Captain Falcon and the Bucky situation. <laughs> the Winter Falcon and the Soldier Wolf. <laughs> and the Soldier situation. The Soldier Falcon Wolf thing. So anyway, as you can tell, we could talk about Marvel, DC, comics, Captain America, like, all day, every day. So this was, a, I think this was a good little introduction to kind of let you know that our spectrum is pretty wide on this. We're probably, I think we should have a DC versus Marvel off because I am a DC fan at heart, technically. So what, we do like the same thing, but with half DC, half Marvel? And then we can get rid of some of the, the duds. <laughs> some of these stupid characters. Some of these duds. We can limit it to 20 as well. We can just limit it since obviously having 40 for four rounds was completely unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, it would be like a DC versus Capcom. Yeah. 
which is very random in itself because they have like they have like Phoenix Wright versus like Deadpool. <laughs> that makes which, sense. I mean, which is like what? Well, Deadpool's a Marvel. Um, uh, right, Marvel versus Capcom. I'm sorry, did I say DC versus Capcom? Marvel versus mm-hmm. Capcom. Yeah. Okay. Like wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So, but it's it's still whatever. It's just random because they've got like random, just like like I said, like Phoenix Wright. It's like I solve crimes and do law. He's a lawyer. <laughs> he's a he's not powers. The power of he's law. He's from first Deadpool. Yeah, he's dead. He dies. <laughs> it's kind of like when you play Super or Super Smash Brothers, and it's like the villager. They made him fucking fierce in the new one because originally it's like, how would the villager kill Mewtwo? And then you see, he's like, I'm gonna put a tree up his ass. Like, oh fuck, he's <laughs> serious. <laughs> Okay, find a way. We're getting off topic. Closing, right. closing, closing arguments here. Now closing on this. This was passion for passion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. This is our message for everybody. Get on Facebook and other things and tell us who won, who lost. I don't. I feel like we did a bad job. <laughs> Tell us what we did, but we did a <laughs> shitty job of asking. <laughs> because we got really random people. We planned so much. We have a spreadsheet in front of us of all of these characters. We picked Scarlet Witch, Rogi, <laughs> Jigsaw, Sandman. What do you? What do you? Vulture, have? Iron Fist, <laughs> Valkyrie, Loki. Okay, maybe Loki. Loki is a good one, but like. We have this whole spreadsheet. We somehow just zoomed in on the most random people on our fillers. This was Passion for Your Passions with Julie and Krista, where we played Marvel Super Fights. Next episode is a Julie special. I'm going to be talking about gardening. So just a bow and arrow, does that mean he only has a bow and arrow? Oh. Oh, that's maybe not good. <laughs> that's maybe not good for Rudy. Okay. Well, no, he have a suit with me. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is oh, that just, just a bow and arrow. You did say just. I don't know what it's with you and getting all these gods. <laughs> what the shit? You got the infinity gauntlet. I'm just like, you're getting gods from the Thor universe. <laughs> Weird. 16-22-6. I'm the villain. Vulture. That's <laughs> random. 1622. Xena's Chakram. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Alright, you are 20 and you're a hero. I'm the fucking Iron Fist. God damn shit. <laughs> 20, 24, 28. Oh, a wait, kick no, ass no. plan. What? You don't have 28. No. That's mine. A kick ass plan. I'm Iron Fist. better have a kick ass plan. Fuck. Fuck. Did you put the I want to do it like Rhapsody. Goblet of fire! No, sir. No, sir.